Welcome to Find Your Sexy, the podcast that encourages self-love and celebrates female sexuality. I'm your host, Kelsey Valletta, and I want to help you discover your own unique sexy and learn to embrace it every single day. Thank you so much for joining me as we break the stigma together. Welcome back to Find Your Sexy. My guest this week is the founder of Soul Saturations. She is a communication powerhouse with advanced skills from 15 plus years of coaching, speaking, and training experience in the nonprofit and for profit industries. As a certified energy coach and host of Soul Saturations, the podcast, she helps people deeply connect with soul centered sexuality to experience more purpose, pleasure, and possibilities in life and partnership. Her transformational coaching containers activate the light within you and saturate your soul and your bed too. It is the beautiful Kendall Merritt. Hi, Kendall. Hi, thanks so much for having me today. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm just really looking forward to talking with you about all things sexuality. I know this is your wheelhouse. I know I briefly said to you before, when I first started this podcast, it was called Getting Sexual. It was a whole different name. And um, it's something that I've always enjoyed talking about and have felt like there needs to be a safe space for conversation around sexuality and everything related. Mm -hmm. And obviously, this is what you're all about. So I'm just really looking forward to being able, able to have this conversation with you and just hear everything you have to share. Mm, well, I'm so honored to be here. And yes, all things sexuality is totally my wheelhouse. It's something that I'm incredibly passionate about and something that I absolutely want to create more safe spaces to have the conversation. Mm. As you know, sexuality is one of those things that not everybody feels comfortable talking about. And when I introduce myself and I'm like, oh, I'm a sex coach, people are like, they either lean in and they get really excited or they're like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Okay. I gotta walk away now. So I'm so honored to be able to have this conversation with you and share um, just whatever is meant to come through with your community and to just create more safe spaces to talk about sex. So thank you. Thank you. Okay. So I want to first start by asking you, when was the first time you ever remember feeling sexy and what did it mean to you in that moment? Whatever it meant to you then. Ooh, let's take it way, way back. I think okay. the first time of really feeling sexy, I was probably middle school where I was like anchoring that into my being. I was probably maybe even younger than that. I was probably 12, 10, 11, whatever grade that is. But I remember specifically, I had a black fitted one shoulder, like, tank top. And I remember being like, this is fucking sexy. I'm like <laughs> rocking it, like strutting down the street, going to like hang out with my friends. And I remember getting so much pushback from like my family and what I was wearing and all those things. And so to really, to me, that being sexy was, I was confident. I was comfortable in my own skin. I felt good, but it was also, I started to notice the power that our sexuality had to command attention, to get people to listen to you, to start to look at uh, look at you from a different lens. And even though I was anchoring that in on a subconscious level, I started to get really comfortable 
knowing that when I stood up with a certain presence and power and confidence, that people would respond differently to me than if I wasn't feeling confident. And so I think that started to anchor in at a really young age for me. And that journey obviously shifted as I grew and went through middle school and high school and, and just really starting to anchor what that was in life. But that was really one of the foundations. Wow. I love how you point out that it happened at what you feel like is such a young age. Right. And it sounds like that was a gift for you. Cause like you said, Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't feel comfortable talking about it. Or like when you talk to people about what you do now, they either lean in or they're like, Ooh, so it Mm kind of sounds like it's something that was just kind of like placed into you. Like this was something that you were meant to help people with and you were meant to do. Is that how you feel? Very much so. Yeah. It, I think that this is truly when we talk about our soul's calling and our purpose in life, when I think about the most impactful experiences in my life, they've always had this common thread of sexuality and relationships mm-hmm. and um, to really have that confidence to experience sex and sexuality at through kind of all phases of life was something that I have been very blessed with. And I think maybe some of those experiences in my life, which we can maybe get into at the moment, I maybe didn't see them as a blessing in that time. And as I've really anchored in my purpose and how I show up in life, I can see now that this is what I'm supposed to do. It's that work of being able to give people the, the, permission, the skills, the tools to be able to claim that for themselves, to fully embrace and connect with soul-centered sexuality, Mm -hmm. different than just orgasms and physical pleasure and that kind of thing. It goes a lot deeper than that. Ooh. So how did you get to that point where you knew like, this is what I'm going to do? I know you, you briefly mentioned some things, you know, in your past and didn't work out or, or whatnot. Like, how did you get to this place where you kind of took that leap of faith. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Was that scary at all? Like, you know, it's such a, a topic that's not talked about, like we've said, and, and you and I both want this safe space to talk about it that doesn't really exist on, you know, a a global level. Like, what was that like? How did you get here? Oh, how long of a story do you want? <laughs> um, I think when we look at any journey of entrepreneurship, when you take the leap of faith to be an entrepreneur and to follow your soul's calling, of course, it's scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. And when I look at my journey, I come from a professional coaching, speaking, training background where I was working in a more corporate space, showing up, doing corporate brand strategy, leadership development, building corporate cultures revenue and all of these different areas of coaching and speaking and working with executives. And so when I was working with executives in the corporate world, one of the things that was absolutely stunning to me is that they would always be focused on if I get the next raise, if I get the next job title, if I get to this next spot, if I get this, then my relationship will work or then I will be happy and then I will feel fulfilled. And when it came to true embodied sexuality and self-confidence and loving, intimate, deeply connected partnerships, they didn't exist in that world. And so when I was standing, I found myself standing in the corporate world, I was delivering a training, I was in Puerto Rico, I was looking around the room and I was like, 
I can't fulfill happiness, be fulfilled in my happiness by trying to get to the next position in my career. It starts deeper than that. And so when I was really starting to say, okay, I'm going to start my own business. What do I want this to be? What are the things that I am really passionate about? I felt that sexuality was such a doorway because in a lot of other areas in the self-development world and entrepreneur world, if we do the work on ourselves, we do the self-development work, we build our careers, we do all these things, then the sexuality will come. People don't put that same investment in their partnerships and their sexuality. And for me, I said, well, what if we could do this differently? What if we could start over? What if we could start from growing up at our youngest childhood point of believing that our sexuality is natural, innate, and beautiful, and that we have this divine self-worth and self-love, and we are worthy of all of our desires. And as I looked back and reflected on my life, I started to say, wow, like, what are these common experiences that I have? What are these true beliefs and anchor points that I know to be true? And so many of my experiences were rooted in relationships and sexuality. And often it was by experiencing things that were opposite of what I wanted, that were that beautiful gift of contrast that showed this isn't what I want. Mm. There has to be something more. That was really the catalyst. And when I called in my partner and my relationship that I was in, that was really a, a huge turning point for me was to be able to see, wow, there is so much more out there. Like you can have more than mediocre sex. And so looking at that journey from just the self-reflection into taking that leap, I knew that sexuality was really the window to be able to affect all other areas of our life. And if we can focus on our our own connection to our sexuality and our self-confidence and self-worth and embracing our desires fully in the way that we show up with ourselves and with a partner, then every other area of our life is going to flow much easier because we have that innate connection to source and to self. Man, I have goosebumps just by you talking about all that because you know, I, I couldn't agree more. And like I said, I just, I'm so excited to have you sitting here with me speaking about this because it's something that lights my soul on fire as well. And it's so, so interesting to hear you talk about, you know, um, doing these corporate trainings, right. And how you said, of course, I'm not going to say it as eloquently, but basically how they're, you know, the goal was always the next job or the next raise or, or whatnot, but the relationships were missing that, that deep level connection relationship in these people's lives. That's basically what you were saying, right? Yeah. And it's so interesting because at the end of the day, like we, our society creates the shame around sex and talking about it and um, having it be empowering and freeing. And at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, it's something we all have in common. It's, it's a basic like human instinct. It's literally what makes the world go round. (laughs) And it's so interesting that, It's just this, this huge, like taboo thing to talk about. So thank you so much for sharing all that. And thank you for just following your, your purpose and what your soul was called to do, because you are making such a difference by, by taking up this space and talking about it and helping people find the freedom to express themselves and explore their sexuality. So just thank you for sharing that. I just want to say that. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you. Yes, now, fully receiving. <laughs> yes, yes. So I would love for you to share, you know, just this idea about, you know, sexuality or empowered sexuality from two different perspectives. So the first one is, you know, how your personal relationship with your sexuality can, of course, impact your confidence in the bedroom. And then also how your relationship with your sexuality maybe has nothing to do with sex and how that can impact your confidence outside of the bedroom and other areas Mm -hmm. of your life. Because, you know, there's all these different sides to sexuality that are so beautiful. So I would love for you to take a minute and share your genius on that. Oh, I love that. So really when we start to look at our sexuality, I like to always help people start to look through the lens of a different perspective. When people, as we kind of mentioned, people start to think about sex and sexuality and they instantly go to a place of shame or guilt or that's not appropriate or you shouldn't be having that conversation. It's a private thing. So first of all, looking at where your perspectives of sex and sexuality comes from, what's been your past experiences? How have you really learned to explore this area of your life and just witness without judgment where that comes from. Because when we can believe that our journey is absolutely perfect for us, that's the first thing to remember. So when we can shift out of that guilt or that shame for having curiosities or wanting to explore more about our sexuality, we have to really come from a place of radical compassion to be able to say your journey is absolutely perfect for you. And knowing that it can show up and provide this gift of contrast. So what your past experiences of sexuality may have been, it may be laced in fear or judgment, guilt or shame. Just because that was your reality before doesn't mean that that has to be your reality moving forward. You get to make a choice. So when we look at our sexuality, it's starting to identify what belief do you want to have? What do you want to believe to be true? And a way that I like to have all of my clients and community think through this is through the lens of purpose, intention, and impact. So when we start to look at the purpose, it's starting to say, why do I want to connect with my sexuality? Why is my sexuality important to me? And really starting to get clear on that greater purpose of why your sexuality is important. The next piece is, what is your intention? So how do you want to go about connecting with your sexuality? And this is where we get to have a lot of fun. We can dive in and say, you know, I want to be able to use my sexuality for my self-confidence. I want to be able to use it as a way to express myself physically or receive physical pleasure and connect with maybe source and spirit. There's so many ways that we can look at how we want to actually connect with our sexuality. And then the last piece is to look at, well, what is the impact? What are the results going to be? How am I going to truly feel? What is it going to provide for me when I do connect with my sexuality? So when we start from a place of purpose, that gives us the doorway to be able to make our sexuality whatever we want it to be. So if we first start by thinking about, okay, we have to start connecting with our sexuality for ourselves. 
when we can look at that, that's building a beautiful relationship with self, being comfortable in our own skin and looking at the physical body that we have and our sexuality as the doorway between our human existence and our higher self, our soul purpose, our divinity, our like innate goddess qualities. And so when we can choose that as the purpose of why we want to connect with our sexuality, we can have a different connection with the way that we go about connecting with ourselves. So when we can start to build a relationship with ourselves first, then we get to explore this beautiful physical body that we have. We can love it for every curve, every line, every wrinkle, every fold, and just honor it for carrying us through this life and giving us so much gratitude to our physical body for saying, thank you for carrying me to this place. And so the easiest way that I and maybe it's not easy for all people, but one of the ways that I like people to start with that is by having a self-pleasure practice. So really committing to saying, this is an opportunity for me to connect with myself. Most people in society, when they think about masturbation and self-pleasure, it tends to be very goal-oriented, very linear, and focused simply on the physical pleasure. But if you can, again, shift your perspective and say, well, What's my purpose of having a self-pleasure practice? What intentions do I want to set? And what's the impact going to be? Then we can start to look at our self-pleasure practice in a different way. Recognizing some of the innate differences between men and women's bodies. Women's bodies take up to 45 minutes to drop into our fullest pleasure potential. So taking the time to truly explore all of those subtle sensations that our bodies are capable of and really being able to receive pleasure for just being pleasurable. And that can give us that connection to source and to spirit to get these beautiful divine downloads of who we're meant to be and how we're meant to show up. And when we can really anchor in our pleasure and know what turns us on, what feels good, we have the confidence to then communicate it and speak it into existence. So then once we have a healthy relationship with ourselves, we're more confident when we are sexually active with partners and we can communicate with them. This is what I want. This is why I want this. And this is how I want to go about it because this is what I'm going to feel afterwards. So our sexual communication becomes that much more eloquent and fluid and confident so that our partners can have the opportunity to meet us in our desires and make that fantasy more of a reality. And that's really where we get this magic, like secret sauce of, Ooh, I'm tapping into my pleasure. I'm receiving the pleasure that I truly desire. I'm leaning into those fantasies, those desires, those things that I maybe don't spend as much time thinking about. And I know that I can receive that fully. That's what then gives the confidence to step into other areas of life. So when one of my favorite sayings is confidence in the bedroom leads to confidence in the boardroom, I work with a community called Skirt Club, and that's one of their mottos, which is incredible, but it really is true. So when we think about that innate self-confidence, self-worth, 
we're not only looking at the physical pleasure, but we're also looking at the energetic balance, that intermarriage between our masculine and feminine energy, truly honoring our fullest expression and being able to confidently show up as a mother, as a lover, as a business owner. And however we choose to show up, we get to drop into that confidence. So some of those skills about exploring how you're feeling, what do you need, and how do you communicate that? When we can do that sexually in the bedroom, that makes doing things in business feel maybe a lot easier because, well, if you can confidently ask for what you want in the bedroom, then you can confidently ask for what you need in your business or um, with your friends. You can set up boundaries. And so all of the skills are really transferable when we can start to establish them for ourselves physically and with our partners sexually, then we get to apply it in business and in life. And a lot of people think that that's kind of opposite. Well, if I do it in life first, then I can do it in the bedroom. But you have your deepest connection with you you like your own skin when you get naked and you look in the mirror and it's just you how do you feel about your own self how do you feel about touching yourself and experiencing pleasure and if when you are alone with yourself and you look in the mirror then that's going to be one of your greatest gifts to be able to take back into the future Mm. so good I'm letting that all just sink in I mean what a couple things that like just hit me obviously right off the bat right away. I obviously love this, this, you know, saying that, you know, you said that comes from skirt club that you work with that is confidence in the bedroom leads to confidence in the boardroom and how a lot of times people would think it'd be the opposite. And I feel like this is like, everyone needs to listen to this episode. Everybody needs to hear what you just said, because it is so, so true because in the, in the bedroom, like you said, when you are exploring your body or if you're with your partner, you're naked, you're in your most vulnerable state. And if you can really learn to you know, express your desires in that environment, I just love how you pointed out, imagine how much easier it will be at work or out in life, wherever you are. And I also just love um, how you've broken this down into purpose, intention, and impact. And, you know, it really is soul-centered sexuality. Like the way that you have built your business around this purpose and have broken it down is so tangible and makes it less intimidating for somebody who maybe this doesn't come naturally. Maybe somebody who knows I want to improve my relationship with my sexuality, but it's scary, you know, because I'm sure there's someone listening right now who maybe has never even masturbated, never even done any sort of self-pleasure because it's intimidating. What is something that you would like, what kind of advice would you give to that woman listening right now who maybe is like, I, I want to try it because I feel like I need to connect with myself. I want to build that confidence. What can I do to help just get over that fear? Yeah. Again, the first thing is to know that exactly where you are is where you're supposed to be. And just honor that. Like you just have to honor where you are and there there's no rush to get to a certain place because when we get to honor our journey and our process, then we get to connect with the lessons that we're learning. So 
you're exactly where you're supposed to be is the first place to start with that. And the second piece is to, again, do the reflection. So purpose, intention, impact, maybe before you even get naked and touch yourself, grab a journal, write down and start to start to do some reflection and say, well, where is this coming from? Where is this fear starting to arise from? And then when we can start to look at our current perceptions, it's starting to say, well, what does it feel like to believe that this is true? How does this start to impact my choices and how I show up and how I connect with my sexuality or how I touch myself and connect with my own self-confidence and self-worth? And do you want to continue to believe that that is true? I think that's the biggest doorway is that sometimes we're like, oh, I got to get to this place, but we're not willing to do that energetic work, that soul-centered work of really looking in the mirror of why is this coming up for me? And if you choose that you don't want to believe that to be true, you get to pick a new belief. And so giving yourself the permission to say, I want to connect with my pleasure. I want to embrace my sexuality, whatever that may be. And it may say, I want to give myself permission to start, right? You have to just start. So I think that's the first piece is do the energetic work to look at why is this important. Then start to look at, sensuality instead of sexuality. So sometimes people think they get stuck on the word masturbation and they're like, oh, then that brings up a whole, like whole past programming of then you have family and religion and all these other things that have clouded our past perspective. So instead, maybe just look at what does it mean to be sensual? Start there, Mm -hmm. starting to focus on pleasure. When we are, when our primary sexual essence is feminine, pleasure is one of our key foundations. So being able to focus on what does pleasure mean? How do you experience pleasure and sensuality in all of our senses? So from our sight, from our smell, from our taste, from our sound, from the touch, really starting to look at just the subtle moments in life. So It can be as simple as feeling the sun on your face or smelling a flower or tasting something super delicious. That's a great place to start to say, okay, how does this feel? And tune into your physical body. So the other place that I like to help people tune into is that innate wisdom. So we have four energetic centers in our body, our mind, where we spend a lot of time analyzing and thinking about things, our heart center of like feeling that sense of love and respect and openness, our gut, our intuition, which is like, can we trust our gut? Can we trust our intuition? And then our sex center. So our pussy, our yoni, our womb space has so much power and wisdom to offer us. So if you're standing outside and you're feeling the sun on your face, pay attention, tune in. What's your mind telling you? Is it quiet? Is it at peace? Is your heart open? Is your gut just like open and expansive? Is your pussy lit up and tingling and feeling that open warmth and sensation? So when we can start to anchor these feelings into our body in the simplest, most sensual moments of our daily life, then we can move into touching ourselves. Then we can start to move into self-pleasure. So start in the shower. Start with the way that you are putting shampoo and conditioner in your hair to be more sensual and focus on those subtle sensations of what it feels like to run your fingers through your hair or as you're rinsing your body off like take the time to slow down and rub your fingers over your skin 
Then once you're starting to get comfortable there, maybe it's being more sensual in the way that you apply your lotion after your shower or beautiful essential oils. Then you can step into, okay, now I wanna step into this self-pleasure practice. Create a beautiful space, set your intentions, really make sure you're not going to be distracted, put your phone away, or, you know, make sure your kids aren't going to come knocking on the door and create this beautiful sensual space for you to connect with you. And then say, okay, I'm going to put a timer on. I'm going to say no distractions. This is 20 minutes. I say no less than 20 minutes for your self-pleasure practice. Give yourself 20 minutes to just explore. You don't have to have a goal. You're not here to reach an orgasm or whatever that may be. You're just here to connect with you. So slow down and think about how you touch your body. For us as women, we experience pleasure from the outside in. So it is taking the time to rub your fingers over your shoulders or run your hands up your legs and slowly ease your way in, touching your breasts as an extension of our heart space and just honoring us for exactly how we're supposed to be and then working your way down to your pussy and honoring her for that sacred power, that temple, that innate sense of passion and creativity and purpose that we hold in our life. And so as we can touch ourselves with just honor of our physical body, it becomes a beautiful sacred experience that is so much different than just trying to grab a vibrator and jump for the quickest orgasm we possibly can. Now there's nothing wrong with grabbing an an (laughs) orgasm and lots of vibrators and all the things. And I think that that comes as an extra special treat after you've already anchored in pleasure within your own body and pleasure within your own capacity to experience pleasure in different ways. So I think having a self-pleasure practice that is a couple times a week, 20 minutes at a time, at a minimum, sometimes you maybe want 40, sometimes you maybe want an hour, that's great too. And just giving yourself the space to touch and explore and notice how much pleasure our body is capable of. And if fear or guilt or anxiety or worry or stress come up, just notice it, lean into it, send that love and gratitude and appreciation to say, it's okay. This is part of my experience. I'm choosing to connect with my sexuality. I'm choosing to find this empowered version of me and stepping in to allow pleasure to overcome my body. And that's okay. So we have to sometimes lean into that resistance to be able to work through it. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing all that. I don't know how anyone could not listen to everything you just shared and then just feel excited to go try. Yeah, because, let's go. Yeah, like you're talking like, <laughs> oh my goodness, like, wow, that sounds like fun. But I just love that you kind of shifted the the thinking to sensuality versus sexuality. If you're, if you're having a hard time, um, you know, thinking of yourself in that space and- I really, really love that that you said you get to choose your belief. So if your belief around whatever it is, right, if you don't want that to be your belief anymore, you get to choose what your new belief is. You know, it, the power is yours, which I love that perspective. And also just knowing that where you are right now is where you're supposed to be and it's okay. And 
you have massive permission to just feel your way through it, explore, take your time. So thank you for sharing all of that because I know for a fact that any woman listening right now, no matter what stage she is at with her self-pleasure journey, with her sexuality, she got ideas. I know that I know everyone (laughs) listening is getting excited about something, about trying something new for themselves, only for Mm -hmm. themselves to honor themselves. So thank you so much, Kendall. I mean, Mm -hmm. you are beautiful. I just, I I love you. You're amazing. (laughs) Okay. Love you back. So I would love to hear a little bit about your personal sexy. So Mm -hmm. sexy is a little acronym I created of four areas that I feel like you really need to get clear on in order to feel the sexiest you can in your own skin. So the first one is satisfy. So at this point in your life with who you are now, who Kendall is now, what brings you joy and lights you up? Oh, sex. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. Um, You know, I think it's taking the time to lean into those desires. So one of the things that I've been making a lot of time for is sex and pleasure and prioritizing that because, you know, my personal journey 2020 was a hell of a year, which it has been for everyone. Um, And I allowed the stress and the anxiety to overcome me. And I didn't prioritize my pleasure as much as I want to. And so I would be caught up in anxiety and worry and stress, and I wouldn't lean into those desires. And so one of the things I'm really making time for is more pleasurable things in life, whether that's having sex for 20 minutes and a midday like lunch sex snack, or, you know, I need to go for a run because I feel like I got to move some energy. And I think it's leaning into those physical sensations that are like, just honor the desire, honor the feeling, honor the sensation that's there and find pleasure in that moment. I love that. It's so intentional. And I, obviously you're a super self-aware person. It's, you know, made you who you are and what you do now. Um, But thank you for sharing that because it obviously has such a big impact on everything else in your life. Like you said, you let the stress kind of overcome you and you really are being intentional this year to lean into just more pleasure, more things that are going to bring you pleasure, which I think we could all benefit from. So thank you. Um, Okay. The next one is ego. So what is your relationship like with your self-esteem and your self-worth at this point in your life? Mm, I think it's quieting the ego and listening to the soul. Mm. I think it's really being, again, purposeful and intentional to notice the internal dialogue. Is this something that is in alignment and making me feel expansive Or is this situation making me feel less than or not as worthy or starting to feel some of that contraction in those different centers of my body? So I think when I start to lean into 
that soul level version of me. It's, it's expansive. It's in alignment. It's fully embodied and recognizing when I'm feeling out of alignment or not as embodied and choosing to be conscious about it. I think so many times we get into this place where ignorance is bliss, where we go about our life, our day to day, and we may be doing really well, but that's where we've maintained that status quo. So I think it's constantly looking for that evolution and that growth to say, how do I become more expansive? How do I become more in alignment and embodied in my self-worth? Because that's going to show up in every other area of my life. So good. And do you have any self-love practices that are like a non-negotiable for you in your life at this point? Journaling, meditation, I do every single day. If I'm not... I sometimes twice a day, but I think it has to be at least once because it gives me the space to connect to self and listen to how am I feeling? What's happening? Um, So my self-love practice is definitely journaling meditation and really prioritizing pleasure, whether that's sex with my partner or self-pleasure. If I'm not anchoring pleasure in my physical body weekly, then I feel so out of alignment. I feel so out of balance and um, having a movement practice. So I do a lot of yoga. Um, My partner is a movement expert. So we'll go out in the gym and lift some weights and move some energy and do some things. So those are the things that I have to prioritize first. And then of course, drinking a ton of water because got to move the energy yeah. as much as possible. Yeah. Stay hydrated. <laughs> I could probably work on that. I could probably yeah. do better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the next one is external opinions. So how often mm. do you let what other people think or say affect you? You know, I think we're all human. I think of course, external opinions are going to affect us, but it's how we choose to respond to it when we notice that it is affecting us. Absolutely. And so when we can look at that and say, okay, am I comparing myself or am I feeling like I should be meeting a certain deadline or expectation or current reality? Where is that coming from? And when I can, when I get stuck in that, I think it is, it's going back to those self-pleasure practices, those self-love practices of, okay, write it down. How is this making you feel? Are you fucking pissed? Write it down, move that energy. And give yourself the space to say, well, what's true for me? What is my current belief? What do I want to choose to believe to be true? And how do I really want to show up in my highest self? If I could let go of past perspectives, beliefs, external opinions, and other people's beliefs, what is mine? If I could just let all of that go and just tune into me, how would I show up differently? Ooh, so powerful and interesting how they all kind of connect to each other, right? They all, it's kind of goes full circle. Always. Yes. Okay. So the last part of the sexy is yearn. So what are you just most excited about for the future? What is lighting you up right now? Oh, I mean, it's so much pleasure. It's just like yearning to expand fully. I think in business, in my partnership, in life, um, I am super excited to launch a couples coaching program and just being able to impact as many people as possible to share, share the story, share the journey that I've had 
um, to be able to make more space for people to fully embody their sexuality, to fully expand in all of their pleasures. And I think for myself, it's just giving myself the space to allow it to unfold. And that kind of goes back to those external opinions is like, I'm on my own timeline. It's going to unfold exactly as it's supposed to. And I know that when I show up with the, the purpose of why I do what I do and the intention of how I want to go about it, then the impact is going to be just as powerful as I want it to be. You already have had such a huge impact and you are going to have such a huge impact on so many other people. And I love, I'm so excited to hear you're starting a a couples coaching program. And I just, I'm so excited to see what's next for you because Mm -hmm. I just love that you are here, that you are following your soul. Like I said, doing this work and I'm excited to see what the future holds for you. So I can't wait to witness it. Yes. Thank you. Of course. So what would you say at this point, what does sexy mean to you now? Mm, sexy means being fully embodied and honoring a space for pleasure. I think, you know, truly being sexy is allowing you to just be human, to experience the full range of human emotions. And our sexuality is that doorway to our higher self. So you can be sad, angry, pissed, but you can also be joyful and expansive and loving and all of those things. So I think to me, sexy is honoring the full range of who you are. I love that. And that's like a, such a good reminder too, for anyone listening, like just the fact that you're human, (laughs) that's sexy. Like it's the human experience, everything that comes along with it. Right. Yeah. We have a human body for a reason. Like that is innately sexy. That is our foundation of who we are. And so fucking honor it and embrace it. Totally. Totally. Okay. I have three fun, just rapid fire questions for you. What is one physical trait of yours that you think is sexy? Mm, My ass and my legs. (laughs) Ooh, yes. And you said that with a giant smile on your face. (laughs) And what is one character trait of yours that you think is sexy? Mm, Compassion. Compassion. Totally. And then who is one woman that you think of as a sexy woman? Ooh, there's too many to name. Um, I'm going to give my shout out to Dominique Carrezos. She is the founder of the Healthy Pleasure Group. So okay. check out the Healthy Pleasure Group. The founder is one of my favorite humans. Awesome. I can't wait to check her out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Kendall, thank you so, so much for talking with me. It was just so great to have this conversation with you. I know you have like offerings and things that are going to be launching. So where can people follow you and find out about all the things that you have going on? Mm, I love that. Um, Instagram is always a great place to connect with me at Soul Saturations. I also have a podcast, as you mentioned, Soul Saturations, the podcast where we talk all sorts of things. Um, my partner and I just did a really fun little four-part series of our journey of our personal relationship. It's uh, very detailed and juicy. <laughs> and um, the other place that I love to really uh, create content is a platform called pleaseme.com. And okay. so this is uh, really 
it's the digital sexual revolution. So there's a lot of censorship and things that occur on Facebook and Instagram. So it's hard to fully dive into the depths of sexuality. Please Me is a platform that allows you to really explore based on your sexual desires. So it's really fun. You uh, go on, you take a quiz to find out what your sex sign is. You get classified into one of these seven worlds of a galaxy ranging from sacred sexuality to more intense fetish and BDSM. And then based on that, there are channels and content creators and, and educators and really thought leaders in the world of sexual health and wellness and technology. And so it's an anonymous platform where you can go on, you can explore, you can engage or not engage, you can learn. That's a really powerful place. And um, also talking about Sexy Woman, the founder, Heather Montgomery, is an incredible um, leader and entrepreneur and sexual thought leader. So that's another place where I'll be sharing content and going a little bit more in depth and detailed. So those are kind of the top three places is Instagram, my podcast, and then of course, pleaseme.com. And I'll send you a link to be able, so people can jump on and find it directly. Awesome. Yeah. And I'll put it all in the show notes. Amazing. I, this is the first time I'm hearing about pleaseme.com. So what a great resource, especially like you mentioned, you know, with Facebook and Instagram and all the censorship, like it has to be really hard to really dive deep into talking about a lot of these things. So it sounds like a great resource. Thank you. For yeah. That. Yeah. And I think also like, you know, in Facebook or Instagram, people are maybe a little bit more hesitant to say, I want more information about this yeah. or what does this mean? Or this is something I'm curious about trying, but I don't know how to go about it. So it gives a really safe space because it is an anonymous platform. So you can try on your alter ego, you can dress up, you can whatever you truly desire, but it also just gives you a safe place to explore. And it's not tracked by Google or any of your own internal like readings on your computer. So it gives you a like non-trackable, safe, confidential space to explore. Awesome. I will link it and everyone can check it out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Kendall. I feel like everyone now, like this needs to be, everyone listens to this episode and our goal is to practice self-pleasure this week. Yes. Dive in, practice wherever you are now, however it comes to you, whatever you need. Just honor your body, your space, and just practice self-pleasure, right? Yeah, exactly. Embrace it. Yeah, I yes. love it. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, you you are just such a bright light. And I feel like I've said it a thousand times in, in our conversation already, <laughs> but like what you're doing is just so important and so needed. So thank you for taking the time to talk with me and share your wisdom and your advice too with, with everyone listening. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For more information, visit findyoursexy.co or follow me on social media at Kelsey Valletta. And if you would like to leave a five-star review of the show, I would be so grateful. Actually, I can't think of anything that would be more sexy.